0: (laughs) Uh, Don't
1: you love technology?
2: Even when my skies are blue When the waves they start to roll and I just give it all to you And yes, it's true You keep me sound when life can make no sense I wish I didn't have to fall I get back up and I replay Sometimes I get so weak I'm so glad with you, you all my strength I'm surrounded by your love I know with you I just can't miss hey. No question, I'm with you When I'm in the booth And even when I sleep I'm dreaming about you And when I'm in the streets I take you and me because it's personal. Yeah, it's personal. Ayy. Hey. Hey. You want
0: that hey. girl. You want
2: On it. Many perpetrators want it. Even though you got it, you don't blown it. Though you own it, did I mention you're the king? About my father's business, I don't worry about a it. thing. Time it waits for no man, so my guess Jesus I'm gonna bring. Do all my pains and strive. You are perfect in my life. No one like you, yeah. No one else like Jesus, yeah. yeah. Notice your breath in my lungs, I give it all to you No one does me better, Jesus, no one quite like you you who give me purpose, so just let the heavens sing No, there's no one like you, so just let my praises ring hey. You hey. are hey. the
0: hey. best hey. You hold hey. it warm-
1: Right, right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of What's for Dinner right here on Quake RYC Praise News, where music is therapy. I'm your humble host, Orlando presents. Y'all see this guy over here? Oh, wrong one. Y'all see this guy over here, <laughs> Mr. Jesse with continuing don't stop radio. Oh, excuse me, let me correct that. Jesse with continue and don't stop on quake ryc praise news we have acquired him and his station he will be rocking with quake ryc praise news where music is therapy man and we are very 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 excited and happy to have him a part of the family it just happened so if you said i didn't know you're right you didn't because it just happened Shocker. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So ladies and gentlemen, also the young lady that's down, yeah, that's that's the right <laughs> finger. The lady lady that's down at the bottom, man, Miss Christoria. Miss Christoria, welcome, welcome, welcome to uh what's for dinner. How you feeling tonight?
3: Thank you. Uh it's just awesome to be here. So, so blessed that you guys asked me this morning to pop on tonight.
1: Man, I'm glad that you had the availability to pop on tonight, because after listening to your single this morning, playing your single Rise, oh my goodness, <laughs> Captain J would tell you, I was like, dude, see if she can come on tonight, you know, because I because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we, we have to chop it up, we have to talk about this single, and then, like I told you, when I found out that we were friends on Facebook, yeah. and... You know, and I've seen you before and I've seen you um interview with Alicio on the KS radio show. I was like, hold on, what, what? I know her. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly how I said it too. What? <laughs> with the Man, same falsetto with the that, same, with the
4: same <laughs> there you go,
1: there you go. I'm not the singer, you're the singer, so I'll leave that alone. <laughs> But um I was very excited to um have you on here and I I actually wanted to interview you years ago, but yeah. you know, life happened, things happened in between, you know, in between that time. But just like last night when I sat down with the artist A Easy, I've been trying to get him on the show for years and couldn't, but then all of a sudden things went, you know, full circle. God does what he does. And brings the people to you when they're supposed to be to you so definitely amen to that amen to that um first off first off let me let everybody know you know who you are where you're from all that good stuff
3: okay so uh obviously my name is chris storia that is my artist name i am originally from ohio However, I just moved to the Nashville area back in April um, with my four kids. So um, been transitioning here, but honestly, it feels like home. Um, I have been writing music from the time that I can remember. I think my first song I wrote when I was like 11 um, mm. and just always had this passion for music. And really when I was. I'd say about sixteen, seventeen. I just really sense God saying like, I want you to glorify me in it all. And um, I tried to step forward into what that might look like back then. And it just kind of, I don't know, kind of was like, and I just don't think I can do this. Like I would listen to stuff on the radio. I'm like, no, that's not me. And I just put it aside and it came through some really dark trials. God really brought the songwriting back to me. And the last couple of years, I've been stepping forth into like worship. And I just really had to pause and ask God uh, this past year, which really was a season of like reflection on who I am, who, where is God leading me? And um, entering into the Christian rock alternative realm. So that is not something I saw coming, but God is a God of the, you know, unexpected sometimes and um, takes you down ways that you just didn't imagine. And it's been an awesome ride.
1: I tell you, I tell you what you said—a mouthful right there—and talk about take you down past that you didn't imagine. I mean, yeah, I can I can agree with you on that one, a hundred percent. Um, I'm gonna allow my my man, my co-host, jump in there with some questions, and then uh, I'll come back in a little bit later on.
4: Yeah, my first question for you is, what inspired you to change your name from? Your, your original, your actual name Crystal to Crystoria?
3: Yeah, so um, <laughs> one, when I first started, I, I, you know, I was thinking to myself, Crystal, there's, I don't know of any other Christian artists with the name Crystal, so let's just do that. <laughs> you know, right. I was brand new to releasing music and everything and um, found out really quickly that there are a lot of Crystals on Spotify and Apple music <laughs> and nobody Dang. could find my stuff. And I was going through this moment of realizing that I, God was kind of putting me in a new season in my music and everything. And I'm like, if I'm going to step forward into a new season, I want to step forward. Right. And I really sensed this like desire to change and I just re- would pray. I'm like, God, like help me like know what I'm supposed to like, have as an artist name, because I really want it to be um, what you desire, and it to be um, a reflection of you. And one day, I was literally just cooking, and just the name Christoria popped up in my head, and I'm like, that makes sense. Like, it's a mixture, and, and it, it's kind of silly, but it's a mixture of my first name and middle name, Crystal and Victoria put together, and I got to thinking, like, what does that mean? What does that actually, um, you know, represent and yeah. crystal is like pure clarity. And then Victoria means victory. And I'm like, pure victory, clear victory. Like that is what we have in Jesus. Um, so to me, it just made perfect sense. I'm like, you know what, it's unique. It's different. And it has an amazing meaning for what I want. What i desire um as a christian artist and i'm like let's do it so i did and it was the scariest moment and so many people tell me you can't do this you can't you know like it's going to be hard to like transition your other songs over and i'm like if god's god wants me to do this he's going to make a way and um i even was told like i would lose all my followers that i had on spotify and i had mm. literally just started I started emailing people I started calling like literally I called Spotify and like was like you know how can we how can we do this and with as soon as I started the change like all my followers came over and I'm like God is doing it like it, it, he made a way like so
4: um,
3: if somebody says don't <laughs> if somebody says no that you're not able to but God is telling you to like I know for a fact that he will make a way
1: Hey, Amen. Yeah. Hey,
4: Amen. I love that. That's awesome. I love that.
1: That that was the only question you had. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got more. All
4: right, now you good. You good. When I'm co-hosting, I don't like being like <laughs> all, having all the questions. Only when I'm hosting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But this this is a different format here, so go ahead and shoot, shoot for it's it, buddy. It's all
4: good. All righty. Um, <laughs> I did have a question backstage before we started, but I guess I, w- I wasn't able to ask, but I will ask you live. Um, Have you ever thought about working or collaborating with, like, a different genre? Like, have you, like, have you ever thought about, like, you with a CHH artist or you with, a, like, a Christian reggae artist, like my boy Music Man or somebody like I- that?
3: So I love Christian hip hop. I I just, I don't know, like, I listen to it all the time in the mix of my alternative and my rock and even worship. You know, like, my playlists are such a random collaboration of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I have actually, like, I think since the time that I started um, releasing, I have said I want to have, I have this goal to eventually, like, work with a Christian hip hop artist. Um, what's interesting for me is so I'm stepping forward into like the Christian rock alternative, but I find myself like, I love poetry. I love, um, I love kind of like writing. What would I guess be like a rap, but I don't rap, but, but I'm finding some little bits and pieces within the music that I'm releasing. I have a new song called rush. That's going to be releasing, um, mid year, like, August September coming up and right. the bridge kind of has almost a hip hoppy feel <laughs> so um it's it's, it's for me I, I think it would be so neat to be able to work with somebody that does do that genre because I don't know I find myself even like kind of having some of those I don't know I, that genre really inspires me I listen to a lot of Hip hop to actually inspire some of my (laughs) rights.
4: Nice, nice. I like that. That's pretty cool. Um, have another one.
1: (laughs) All right, all right. Go for it. Go for it.
4: (laughs) Um, what I like to do in my in my show is I always like to start the guest with their with their testimony on how they got saved. So give us a little bit of, of detail on how you got saved, how you found God.
3: So from, uh, goodness, growing up, I really didn't go to Churchill a lot. Um, it was more or less, we went like on a holiday where we went to, because we were visiting my grandmother or something. Um, I would hear about God randomly on occasion, um, but it was not the forefront of my childhood. Um, however, I remember just like, my family would go on trips. We we would even actually go down to Nashville a lot, you know, just because my, my dad was an independent an artist and we went to all sorts of places. I remember as a kid, um, and I would lay in the back of the car before a seatbelts were like a big deal
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and stare up at the, stare up at the stars and just like thinking about there has to be a creator. Like I remember literally being like five years old thinking this, um, thinking like somebody's watching over me. Um, and I was just drawn to this concept. And so my grandmother being one that was very, um, very religious, very, you know, she attended church on a very regular basis and she was constantly bringing like scripture over to our house when she would visit. Um, it was very intriguing to me. I'm like, what is this? And um, I remember even she she had, in um invited me to like a vbs and i got a really emotional because i'm like i don't know these stories like these other kids and i want to know like i was just hungry i was Ooh, so yeah. hungry for the word for what god you know was doing and i didn't know like and i'm like i have to know um I remember hiding in my bedroom with a Bible, like, <laughs> and just like reading it at like 12 years old thinking like, this is weird. Like, why would I be wanting to read a Bible? So I like hid with it. <laughs> um, and um, I'd say I can't really put a, like an actual date on when it happened. For me, it was like this continuous, like almost like pulling and tugging that I sensed from the time that I was really young. Um God wanting to have me part of you know the, His journey and His path, and um, to be adopted into the kingdom and be His child. And um, I chose to be baptized when I was fifteen, um, and um, from then on, I really just started feeling more convicted and wanting to do right, and you know, change the way I was living in certain ways and. Um, realizing what his mercy and grace and forgiveness really looked like. And um, I got, uh, you know, at 19, um, moved away, ended up uh, helping out with um, youth ministry, worship ministry, um, went through a lot of rough times, Um, but it was through those rough times that really God pulled me in to really help me understand what a relationship was like with him. Because,
1: in the end, I think that's what's important. Amen. Amen. Definitely, definitely agree with you on that. Um, one question that I have from, you know, from your testimony and everything, you were saying that your dad was an independent artist. So how do you, how do you uh, correlate your career with your dad's career? The things that he may have done, do you think back on that and say, oh, okay, that worked, maybe I can tweak it and use it for today?
3: So um my dad was in a uh, country independent artist. Um he did um he recorded his album two different times I think and ended up recording a couple singles shortly after. Um he did very well in the European countries. He actually made um the charts over there uh pretty quickly with his music back then and to me that was very inspiring. Um And he did a lot of festivals like in Ohio and stuff where we live. I think for me, like looking at his journey, um, was, you know, anybody, if they put their mind to it can go out and do something like, you know, like music and stuff. Um, and that there is possibilities. And I think for me, um, you know, he chose to pause and, um, you know, go on with life in a different direction mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, yeah. And um, for me, it's just like, to carry on the legacy. Music has always been something that was in my family's um, lineage, like um, my grandmother, my, my great grandmother um, was writing <laughs> like old old country music
0: <laughs>
3: oh, wow. and um grandmother um was writing like old old country music <laughs> i'm echoing here
1: yeah i just heard it too okay <laughs>
3: <laughs> um and um you know that that passed on down to my dad to where you know when i was 11 i'm like i want to write i want to i want to do music too um and so my dad might not have been able to carry on what he was doing. Um, but I get to step forward and see where God has in store for my journey. Uh.
1: Amen. 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 Um, also, the thing, one a question that I was trying to uh, think of, actually, um, you have four children. I do. <laughs> so between those four kids, if not all of them, which one do you, would you say really has that bug that would probably most likely follow in your footsteps? My daughter. <laughs> mm, okay. The last one. The last. <laughs> the
3: last
1: one. <laughs> so
4: like, That's um, very interesting right there.
3: <laughs> each of my kids, I think have some kind of love for music. They all love art. Uh, the creative mindset is very much within all my kids. Um, my oldest plays violin. Um, my my um, nine year old he look I, I could see him being a drummer someday. <laughs> um, and my uh, youngest boy who's eight like I could total I don't know I can see him maybe on a worship team or something. He loves to sing. Um, but my daughter she will take she has well she has taken a liking to piano. She's asked me she's like mom can you show me like a chord. You know show me what c is again show me what d is again um and here she is only six and um mm. she will just randomly play and like you know like some kids will like go up to the piano and just like it sounds awful Yeah. <laughs> and she will like kind of just pick at it and like she she's not she's you know she's not really no she doesn't really know exactly what she's doing but like it sounds good, like, <laughs> yeah. like I could listen to this. And she'll just start randomly bursting out in song and she starts randomly singing random words. And it makes sense. And it's like very worshipful, like, you know, like God, like we come to you and like, we, we bow down, like just random, very right. powerful stuff. And I'm like, there are several times I've just had to Pause and get a video because <laughs> she'll be there and like she'll even have her hand raised and she's just bursting out in song. And it to me is just like mind-blowing.
1: Wow. That's Amen. Awesome. Amen. Um, like we said, uh, you've been on the KS radio show. You spoke to Alicio us about a year and a half ago. Shout out to Alicio. Shout out to Alicio. And um Within that time, you know, I'm an amateur stalker. So, of course, you know, <laughs> I've seen different things about, you know, no, the, <laughs> different things about, you know, your journey and your career, things of that nature. Um, talk to the folks and tell the folks a little bit about um, your writing um, career. Cause you're doing like a class or something. Are you teaching a class or? So, you know,
3: yeah, I've, I've, I've been doing a cult. Combination of things (laughs) here. So, well, first of all, I do a lot of co writes just in general. I work with a lot of different artists, um, and God has definitely continued to open doors in that area um, through the independent artists out there. um, Getting to write worship music, getting to write alternative rock music, um, getting to write pop, um, even a little country. Like, it's to me, it's been just a blessing to see all the different people that I've been able to be connected with and um, continue to be connected with. Um, That said, I've also, so I have a heart for marketing. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been in marketing for the last like eight years. Um, Most of it was entrepreneurship. And then when I started into um, songwriting, I just sense this need for, like, help with social media and, like, understanding, like, how do I present myself as a songwriter? Maybe I'm not even the artist, but, like, how do I do that? Is that even possible? Mm. And so um, I created an eight-week course at the time to um, help walk um, artists through, uh, you know, like, what what does that look like? How, how do you go about that? And how do you do that in a kingdom mindset? um so i um was helping people with branding um and uh coming up with a game plan on how to present themselves and be able to gain connections without feeling like they have to go out and get the connections to themselves
0: mm-hmm.
3: um that said my my, my life has kind of like felt like it kind of went into like a whirlwind of all sorts of directions the, mm-hmm. the last okay. The last couple, I'd say the last six months or so, um, so I kind of took a pause. I, I did the course twice. Um, however, I'm still that is still a passion of mine. So I've been offering kind of like one on one, like Zoom sessions, being able to work with people on an individual basis and just say, hey, like, what is it that you're trying to achieve here on social media, and what can we do to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: okay well um actually while you were talking you know I, so many ideas were flowing through my head so um one thing is is that we're gonna need to get you on on here and start doing a you know ask christoria you know segment for as on you know far as on writing and writing songs and different things of that nature. What are you know what are some of the do's and don'ts? You know, and we'll we'll start that off now. You know, the first <laughs> the first segment right here on West for Dinner, you know, ask Christoria the do's and don'ts. What's the what's your number one do's and don'ts about writing?
3: Hmm. Well, I would say don't say that you are um, not able to write a song just because you're only good at lyrics, you know? Like, okay, for example, like I get, I've talked to a lot of people who might be like, I have all these words, um, but I'm not good at melody. Um, I can't write music. I'm just a writer. Like, don't say that you're not a songwriter, (laughs) Mm. songwriter. It's just that we all have different personalities and that's something um, uh, there's a ministry called writing worship that's very dear to my heart and they kind of go over the different songwriter personalities and how some people are might be really good with melodies. some might be good at structure, some might be good with words. Um, and you know for the longest time, I used to really struggle with myself saying like I'm not a good songwriter because of blah blah blah, I'm not good with words. Realize really quickly that as a songwriter, I'm more a melody writer and a concept writer. I can go into a write and be like, "This mm-hmm. is an idea I have," and like everybody's like, "That's a really good one. Like, let's let's go with this." <laughs> um, or like maybe we're struggling with melody, and I'm like, "You know what? Let me just pause for a moment. Let me kind of like rethink some things and like come back in with a different melody for like a bridge." And you know, um, and we go with it. Uh, so. Don't cut yourself short if you are just good with one specific thing. Like I said, just like as just like God created us with different strengths. You know, we all come together as one body. Um, right. It's when the in the songwriter world, the dues, um Something to do. I'd say if you're coming into a write, um, come up with come in with ideas. Um, Maybe don't come in with an entire song. (laughs) Maybe that's a don't. Uh, But um, (laughs) because if you're co-writing, and and maybe not everybody's familiar with co-writing, but if you are co-writing, everybody wants to be a part. And if you're coming in with something that's already completely finished, it no longer feels like their song. It feels like this is your song that you're just asking some help with. Which is fine, but if you're coming into it with that, with with it like that, everybody needs to be understanding before that happens. If you're saying like, "Hey, let's write a song together," come in with some ideas and be open to understanding that those ideas might not be chosen, um, or those ideas might not necessarily go the route that you expect it to go. But always understand right. that you can always restart that over if it doesn't turn out
4: the way you play as an artist i definitely get that um and as an artist i will say i've made i made that mistake Well, both honestly what you said right now both of what you said the do and the don't (laughs) kind of hit me because i was like dude i did both (laughs) i've done both before like because especially that don't that that don't come in saying that you can't write uh, and own it. Like, cause I always thought I'm a CHH artist. I can't be a singer. I can't be a songwriter just to like for worship, like for regular worship. Mm. I can't do that. I used to always say that. And, and I know, <laughs> I know that God wants me to sing, not only rap but i keep telling myself i can't write a song i can only write a rap song i can't write a regular song but at the same time what you also said was don't come in with a full song yet come in with ideas especially when you're co-writing and i made that mistake too (laughs) and i try like especially when i'm writing a song with like like a cypher or something i try to control the whole song i have that tendency to try to control mm. the whole song control the songwriting and if somebody comes in with like a different melody in the cypher i'll be like no i don't want that and it's like dude it's a cypher it's supposed to have different right. different melodies and different you know different styles of writing and i'm like it's hard for me <laughs> not to write a whole song you know right. so i might need to take your class <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, so, so like my class is not necessarily on technically the songwriting part of things, it's more on the marketing side of things. But, um, yeah, I definitely have some ideas, so <laughs> feel free to shoot some questions if you have them. <laughs> yeah, definitely,
1: appreciate it. Well see they, there you go right there. We done started the segment and you got <laughs> you got your first client right there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, anybody inside of the chat, if you have any questions about writing, if you're stuck, if you have I have a question. Yeah. What's the best way? And I'm not a writer, I don't do any any of that, but um, I hear it all the time by you know from artists and everything, but what's the what's the best way of getting out of writer's block? Um, oh, good question.
3: That's a good it's a good question. Um, well, one, don't be afraid to take a break. <laughs>
0: um, i
3: learned know, that
0: one.
3: Yeah, because I think sometimes <laughs> we write, we write, we write, and then we're getting frustrated. And, you know, sometimes I think, for me, some of the mo- the most powerful songs have come to me just almost in a spontaneous moment. I've had to live life and like go through some things and um you know especially if you are writing a song and maybe the words are coming but then it's there's nothing more happening take Mm -hmm. a break from that song and live life a bit because he has a perfect timing for everything and maybe just maybe he didn't want you to finish that song in that moment Mm -hmm. wanted you be able to experience some things, be able to contribute some things to that song, and then when it does release it's gonna come out in a perfect time. And that's a very Kingdom mindset. <laughs> um, yeah. Well sometimes I think we we get distracted, and we get so fixed on it, it's like what does God want to do with this song? Uh, especially as a Christian artist, Christian songwriter. Um, yeah. And then um, also, like for me personally, like maybe I'm not working on things and maybe I just know no ideas are coming to me. Um, this is what I personally like to do. Even if, um, even if I'm not writing, say, worship, um, friends of mine with the writing worship, they really poured in the concept of psalming. So what that is, is literally opening up the psalms um, and singing them like sometimes I'll sing them in a poppy way. Sometimes I'll sing them in a worshipy way. Some, You know, the Psalms were meant to be sung. That They're literally songs in the scripture. They're, they're words that were literally meant to be sung. So why not sing them? And so for me, it's like just singing God's word. And I will go through, find something that's speaking to me that day. And um, there will be maybe, I don't know, two or three lines that just kind of shout out to me and i'm like oh god like i needed that today i'm gonna just sing that and i will sing that over and over and over with just some random melody and next thing i know like a whole song is just coming out of that (laughs) um so um there's different ways i mean sometimes i'll just journal and then go back to my journal and just kind of get inspired by some of those things but um that's what i do
1: Awesome. Uh-huh. Awesome. So a person like myself, like I said, I really don't write, but, you know, I may get a, a itch every now and then to might have an idea, something of that nature, you mm-hmm. know, to try to sit down and write something or do something, you know, how would a person get started if they really never wrote a song before?
3: Yeah. So um, my thoughts would would be to just one, write down your concept write down your idea Mm. and if you've never written before reach out to friends maybe that you do have as songwriters um maybe you don't and if you don't that's okay i think if we um you know kind of like do what i shared you know like write down just whatever lines that are coming to you and just sing over them and see see if god Mm. you know and pray over it like Seriously, I don't know how many times I've had to just like pray over a song. Um, (laughs) That said, um, feel free to co-write. Co-writing is huge. Um, Being able to just pair up with somebody who is already familiar with the writing process, be able to, you know, reach out to somebody who might be good with production and then pair up with somebody who's good with lyrics or whatever and get on, you know, even get on a Zoom like this and just be able to just say like, hey, this is my concept. I want to really want to write a song like this and be able to have different inputs from different directions and be able to kind of like be through the directing process of how that song gets turned out. Like um, if you ask, if you start off from the get go, you're like, look, like, I really want to write a song about this
0: Mm-hmm. You
3: know, um, they're going to come in knowing that they're there to help you, and um, we all started somewhere. And I think that's the biggest fear of new songwriters is, I don't want to co-write. It's scary. You know, I'm not good enough. We all started somewhere, <laughs> and we mm-hmm. all had people within the co-writing room that <laughs> was good and was there and was leading, you know, helping guide the way um, and was supportive. Um, there were so many cards at my beginning. I'm like, I brought an idea in, but I'm like, I don't feel like I contributed anything because I stayed silent the whole time. Like (laughs) everything that I said got kind of like pushed aside (laughs) and I'm like, they were cool songs, but, um, you know, they were like, no, you brought this idea. This is like, this would not have happened had it not been for you. Um, and it was those moments that I really had to grasp and hold on to and be like, they're right. Like,
1: Yeah. Wouldn't
3: have
1: happened. You birthed it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that's the most important part of the whole thing is the birth. You know, as y'all being parents, you know that, you Mm -hmm. know, so with you birthing your idea, then somebody else is able to, you know, take it and run with it and build upon it and nourish it and really build it up to something that's beautiful. It wouldn't have never happened if you wouldn't have never came up with the idea so definitely definitely man um did i just explain explain adoption man y'all are welcome no, <laughs> no. but um What I want to jump into, I do want to jump into your song because I don't want to keep you, you know, all night and everything. I know you're going to need to, you know, get that grind in the morning and stuff and get ready for the kids and everything. But um, I do want you to go into a little bit of uh, Rise and let the folks know where did that, you know, where was that birth? You know, how did that come about?
3: So there's been a lot of change in my life in the last year. Um, I've been through a lot of hardships. I've been through a lot of trials, um, just became a single mama for um, this past year and, um, going through just a lot of change. Um, and there there's been a lot of things in my life that I've kind of held in. Um, depression, anxiety, PTSD, um, that I not was really was not open about a whole lot, really was not seeking help for that. I needed to seek help for, um, and, um, God's really put in a heart or put a burden in my heart for, uh, people who are going through, um, going through trauma, who are going through, um, you know, worst case scenarios, um, whether that is, um, abuse, whether that is, uh, struggling with suicidal thoughts, whether that's panic attacks, whether that's, you know, you name it, um, that's my heart. And I know when you're in like a worst case scenario kind of moment, um, it can feel numbing and it can feel um, we can get consumed with the enemy's lies to where you almost feel like you're in a fog um, per se. You're in a smoke. Um, where it's hard to see clear of what God wants. It's hard to see clear what the path is, what the right thing is, um, how to over how to be an overcomer because there's you've allowed maybe fear, doubt,, um, shame uh, get in the way of a lot of things, um, right. so um, I really wanted to write a song about overcoming, um, overcoming that fog or overcoming that smoke per se. Um, and I really felt like it was a song that could speak to a lot of different people um, with a lot of different things um, because I think we've all felt this way in some sort of way Maybe more so uh, with some people than others, but um, that's right.
1: all right all right well ladies and gentlemen just to let y'all know this is what's for dinner right here on quake ryc praise news where music is therapy uh we're sitting down with the artist christoria uh this evening this morning if y'all had a chance to catch the show or you caught the replay we played her a single rise on our show this morning and we were blown away so we had to have her on the show tonight we couldn't wake her up and get her on the show this morning, but we got her. To, <laughs> but she we said, got nope, definitely
4: not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but We got her tonight. So uh, we're having a wonderful time learning about writing. You know, I'm going to go write me a song tomorrow. So she got me amped. But <laughs> uh, well,
4: so, I want to hear that song.
1: Well, there you go. There you go. So uh, we're about to jump into her single, Rise, and we'll be right back with more What's for Dinner. Let's go.
3: Yes, here To rise up of the small I've been down too long awake my soul. It's time to rise up of the
0: i too-
4: I was doing the same thing, bro. I promise you. <laughs> oh
1: my, my bad, my bad. We're back. We're back. Like said, you didn't see that. You didn't see that. Okay. Where's yeah, my where's my men in black flashlight? Like, you didn't see. <laughs> oh man. That joint. I let um I let my business partner uh listen to that track earlier today before we went inside of a house to clean some toilets and <laughs> And um, <laughs> she she brought something to my attention about that track. Well, first off, she liked it. She really enjoyed the track, and I do too. I mean, immensely, definitely. Because um, this morning I even said on the air that the track sounds like it can be played on any radio genre, secular, gospel, whatever, mm-hmm. and also played in a movie. I can hear I that, you know, as a backdrop, even, as a background, in, you know, in yeah. a movie as well. Um, but one thing that she pointed out to me, and I wanted to know, did you have any influence or did the person who made the track have any influence on um, uh, Lincoln Park?
4: Yeah, the the kind
1: of has that Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Park. <laughs> yeah, that Lincoln Park vibe to it or or anything. Have you heard that? Has anybody said that to you?
3: I've not heard that. No. So um, when we started writing this song, I actually had my producer listen to a Viridia song. I don't know if you're familiar with Viridia or not. Um, And so we were kind of listening to one of their songs um, and really liked the beat that it had. And it was a very fast song. And this song is nowhere near the speed that that song was it's interesting to for me to just even like sense how things like you get inspired from one thing and it completely becomes something else um but i had i've had a lot of people say that they could hear like um like an evanescence uh i like a little bit in some of my ideas that i've had in the past um Flyleaf, um, Skillet, oh goodness, what's her name? Um, Ledger, Jen Ledger. Um, Just a combination of just different, uh, you know, Christian rock artists um, that I feel like has kind of inspired some of this. Um, I really love the electronic vibes that are in a lot of the modern music, but I also love, like, I feel like we're, We've lost a lot of like some of the like rock guitars and stuff. so like mm-hmm. just still kind of holding on to that rock vibe but then pulling in the alternative feel um, into it I think brings a very unique sense of things um, and um, you know I used to be afraid to be unique. I used to be afraid of how my voice sounded because I, I sing differently. I still have a little bit of a twang in it because uh, I sung country for years. <laughs> so like um you know like i am I used to be so hesitant i'm like you know what it, it makes me unusual and it, when it comes to the music world unusual is is good
1: yeah wow. yeah and definitely that's definitely good um yeah but i like to I say I, I love the track go ahead
4: yeah can i just say as a drummer i loved it man <laughs> That, that hard <laughs> drumming in the background That's a drummer myself And I know you said that your son is kind of Into the drums a little bit too yeah. And hey, you ever need a drum uh, A drum lesson, holler at me You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome That is awesome Um, Man, we're about to get into The last segment of the evening And uh the last segment Of the evening is actually Our West for Dinner segment And what that means is that we share a Bible verse and, um, we send everybody to bed with, you know, God's word on their mind and their hearts and everybody be able to have a great night's rest because that's the last thing that they're thinking about. Hopefully they don't leave here and then go do something crazy (laughs) (laughs) or after listening to this. But, um, we always ask our guests, you know, do you have a Bible verse? If you don't, that's fine. We didn't say anything beforehand, but um, you have a Bible verse that you usually just uh, think of?
3: Um, There's been a lot of different verses uh, coming to me uh, more recent this week, um, but really Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, To me, that's really the Concept pulling out of rise of being able to be an overcomer and turning to Christ and allowing Him to be our strength to um, press forward out of a lot of different circumstances that might be out of our control. Um, so if you're listening right now and you're in that situation where you feel like you are unable to move, you are unable to speak, you feel like you are all alone, no one, you are not alone, and that. Um, if we turn to him, he will give us the strength to be able to stand up and press forward past a lot of things, whether or not you have um, support, physical support, he will be your support um, through it all.
1: Amen. Amen. Uh, Jesse, you have a verse?
4: I have one. I, my phone is being a little weird right now. <laughs> <laughs> come on
1: well i was going to say while you're i got uh, it okay Uh,
4: it's psalm psalm 89 verse 1 it says i will sing of the mercies of the lord forever with my mouth will i make known your faithfulness to all
1: generations Mm. amen 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 All right. Um, My, excuse me, my verse is Acts 17, 28. For in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Amen, 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 amen. So with that being said, who would you say is one of your favorite writers?
3: Hmm. So, <laughs> uh, I think I, I I think I probably have said this on almost every interview because I feel like this question gets asked a lot. Um,
1: <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Let's change the question, then. No, I don't like it. No. I don't. I don't like it. I, I do David, not like
3: David from the David from the songs. And I know that's not necessarily a modern day writer here, but. I get when we when we go through the Psalms and we read them, He is not one to um, hold back His emotion,
0: no. hold
3: back His struggles. He is very blunt in your face, like God, like why have you forsaken me? You know, <laughs> um, yeah,
4: He doesn't beat around And
3: you know, I, a lot of people think of like worship as a well, one if I should just say this worship is not a genre worship is how we live our lives for god but um you know when we think of worship music we think of praise we think of just this happy go lucky stuff and when i would write i'm like that wasn't me like i just wanted to pour out my emotion and when i saw when i it just like opened my eyes when i'm like oh my goodness like this is how david wrote his worship and he was just you know like always sharing his dark times his emotion and then he would reflect on god and then he would start praising god and um that's kind of become a very big inspiration in the way i write it's really helped me hold on to the to the way that i do write because i used to think like my stuff is too dark it's too emotional and whatever and realizing We need that, you know, God put that stuff, put those emotional things in the scriptures for a reason. He brought those things to David for a reason. We read them for a reason. People need to hear that they're not alone. And I think that's why God allowed David to put those things in the Psalms. And I think that's why we need it even more so in our writing, Um, especially like in the Christian world. Um, How are we to reach the lost? by the word of our testimony. And if we can just be blunt and be like, look, you're not alone. Like I'm dealing with this, 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 and this, <laughs> you know, we're not perfect people, but God, God can, God is perfect and God can restore and redeem and do so many different things. Um, and so it inspires me to keep writing like that.
1: Amen, amen, <laughs> amen. Um, I'm gonna see if y'all can hear this, and I you just let me know if you can hear this. You can hear that. Yeah. Okay, all right. But um, first off, I want to I want to thank you for coming on. Definitely, thank you for coming on because it's awesome, and your song is awesome. I hope everybody runs out and runs those numbers up for you. Thank you. Um, you're an awesome woman of God um, like I said, I remember you after seeing your page and everything I almost felt a little bad because I was like man <laughs> I mean I like to try to I like to try to keep in touch with people you know but if you have okay. X amount of friends on Facebook and stuff like that unless the person back and forth with you a lot of people get lost in a shuffle but you know right. I'm trying not to let that happen with certain certain people and uh um, you're saying again
3: i say it's all right like I, yeah. god, god has perfect timing like Amen. after the full storm i i released one more song and really that song i didn't even market a whole lot for me it was more of um just a closing of one genre into a season of i didn't know where i was going
0: right. <laughs> and Amen. just
3: god was wanting to do something different and it it was almost a year before i released this song so um,
1: don't feel bad. <laughs> okay, okay, I don't feel bad anymore. Then <laughs> I'll I'll cry after I get off the air. But um, <laughs> but uh, um one thing I want to say though, I made a post earlier today and was talking about um, starting up like a, a CHH form of the basement. And there was a young man on there that was basically going back and forth with me, in which I shouldn't even went back and forth with him. I just should have had, let him have his first statement and left it alone. But some, I, I was nice. I was very nice. You can read it. I was nice. I didn't get you know crazy or whatever. But he he said something that kind of struck a chord with me that I that I do want to speak on just a little bit. Um. He was saying that in order to grab the attention of people, we should add positive rap to the show. Have positive artists, artists that aren't Christian, but they don't curse and they just rap about positive things. Um, my reply to him was, that's nice and that's cool, but... I want CHH artists because I want to be able to spread the word of God and let that be the foundation of the show. And it seemed like he still had an issue with that because he was saying about, well, you're just preaching to the choir. Then if you do that and, you know, you should mix it up to draw them in, we need to draw in the sinners and things of that nature my 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 rebuttal to that right now is and this is this is to anybody else out there that's listening that agrees to what he said my rebuttal is how do you know what your brother or sister is struggling with how do you know what side of the fence your brother and sister is really on you don't know if they're st- standing in the middle And teeter tottering back and forth just because they say to you, oh, I love God. I believe in God. We've heard that before time and time again. But then turn around and see the person is addicted to drugs or the person is addicted to porn. But he's been hiding this for so long. So how do you know your brothers and sisters that are right there in the choir with you don't need this encouragement to bring them in and also who's to say a person who doesn't believe in God is not still going to come and listen to this show just because it is rap artists that are going to be on this show and they like rap that might draw them in anyway. And then once they're drawn in, you know, God's word is going to manifest and start doing, start doing this thing. We have to get out of the mindset of saying, oh, we're preaching to the choir. Sometimes the people in the choir are the ones that need to be preached to. Let's not act like it doesn't exist. Let's not act like we have to include the world in our stuff in order to draw them in. We, We can uplift each other. They'll draw in. If we start drawing each other in and uplifting each other, then guess what? People on the outside are going to be looking and saying, man, what is that? I want to try some of that. So stop acting like we have to do things and involve them in order to get listeners. That's all it is. In order to get likes, in order to get listeners, in order to get people to pay attention to what we're doing, we have to play you know positive music and draw in the world no i don't the world doesn't say they have to play gospel music in order to draw in people who love god yeah exactly so that that was just my two cents on that because it's like it's like come on man i mean that's that's the problem right there 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 lies the issue right there that is the problem. People that think like that, that's the issue. That's mm-hmm. the problem. So if he's listening, cool. And I ended off our discussion by saying, bro, I'm ser- I'm genuinely happy for all your success. You know, God bless you. That's it. I mean, because at the end of the day, I'm going to do what God told me to do. And God no. has never told me that I needed to add the world into what we're doing.
0: Never. Never.
1: That's just like having a gospel radio station, but yet we're going to play positive music on our station just to draw in outside people to listen to it. No. Come on. So that's my two cents. (laughs) That is my two cents Um, Ladies and gentlemen You know I'm wild, you know I'm crazy So we're about to end this off With a little dance party This is by Undrafted And the name of the song is called Undrafted undrafted. So get up and dance Let's go Yeah We We Undrafted undrafted. Ah. Let's go, let's go We undrafted. Undrafted
0: Undrafted Come on, Cristoria! Don't just sit there.
1: Cristoria's <laughs> <laughs> a, a little shy. There's there's no a there, there you go. Tolerant, go. A shock, color, there you like go. go. Ah. No, so I, well, I, I don't think they like me. I wasn't going to stop the music until you started dancing. All right, man. You have a good night. Thank you very much for coming on
3: thank you for having me god bless
1: god bless god bless